going to um, have uh, Robert come up and do his, uh, his internet marketing part of the seminar, which will be a few hours long. But before, I, I uh, was reading my uh, emails this morning, and uh, I went back over all your um, statements that you made to, uh, good afternoon, uh, we went back all, through all our statements that you made vis-a-vis um, -vis, uh, the information that we asked you. And um, I was trying to put in perspective how we can make the most out of the last two days, today and tomorrow. And again, I uh, was going back and forth between emails as I was listening to the Facebook story on uh, Bloomberg and how everybody's getting sued, class action suits, etc. And uh, then I came to Bruce Whipple's email to me. And normally his emails are two or three sentences maximum. maximum. Uh, but uh, this one was a long one. It was about uh, six or seven paragraphs, which is highly unusual. In fact, I can't remember in 2019 and a half years that I've known him that he's ever written six or seven paragraphs, uh, maybe in total to me. And so I, I, I quickly scanned through it because I, I don't want to be late in here. I quickly scanned through it and then I said, no, I'm going to go back and read it. So I read it carefully and uh, he had looked at the um, uh, YouTube of you guys. And um, he's, he's a uh, uh, professional uh, management by objectives, IBM trained uh, uh, manager. And, um, and I'm not. And um, he and I have been in, I don't know, 20 or 25 deals, a lot of deals. And normally when I send Whipple in, it's because uh, Whipple, when Whipple walks in the door to your establishment, it's because you're walking out the fucking door. So if I send Whipple to Romania, it's because one or all of you are going. Most likely all of you. But he does it very professionally. He would sit down and talk to Sip, the king of the gypsies. And he would sit down to all, you know, and come back and he would do a, a not a McKinsey report, but a fair, fairly detailed report and what's wrong. And then at the bottom, and uh, he would give me my, uh, his assessment if it was able to be fixed. <coughs> and uh, he's right probably 99% of the time. 99. Only 99, and whenever he makes a decision to close the business down, the group always says, we're the 1%. We're the 1%, because, I mean, we, we prove what we're wrong. And he's closed a few down, and he's turned, down, he's turned over a few keys, uh, metaphorically, uh, to the bank for me, uh, in years gone by. Uh, uh, most uh, famously, uh, uh, Lucinda Burks. Uh, business. And actually we tried to run it for an, almost a year, I think, afterwards. But when he was, when he was uh, uh, commenting, he commented about his, he's, he's very um, hard on himself. It's not as hard on him as I'm hard on him, but he said, you know, you made a nice reference to my role play with Basidio. So he went back to look at the, the role play. Uh, now that's two years ago. Probably nobody in this room would go back and look at the role play to, to look at what he did right, what he did wrong, etc. And uh, I had forgotten this because at the end of the day, it was kind of a, a stalemate between the two of them and the uh, banker and the, uh, 
the guy looking for money. But he reminded me that Basilio had almost uh, uh, dealt him a knockout blow because Basilio was slick as baby shit. He's a very good, very smart guy. And, but he said, because of my ability to think on my feet, I was able to overcome it and at least come out maybe with a draw. This role playing, and he asked me to tell you this, um, can be an embarrassing um, uh, event. And I'm, I'm not trying to embarrass you, Train, but when you were doing the role play and your neck was red, your ears were red, your head was red, and you looked like you had just taken a shot of whatever makes you red in the face. <coughs> That's why you gotta practice. Because if you, your face fucking turns red in front of the banker or the insurance executive, he's gonna not obviously think you're lying. Or, and or, you're so fucking inexperienced, why should they ever entertain giving you a fucking five pennies? When I tell you that you gotta practice, because we've had a guy here, the guy that came here from Russia, he says, I, I read your book, I did all this shit, the only reason I'm here is because whenever I gave a presentation to the bank, they either said no or threw me out. Well, after seeing him giving the presentations, I know why they threw him out. I mean, um, and he went by himself, if I remember correctly, and he didn't, he didn't, uh, you know, um, like some other people in this room, they, they picked what was easiest to do for them emotionally. It's not picking what's easiest for you to do emotionally, because that won't fucking work. It's doing the whole enchilada, the whole thing. Or sending somebody that will do the whole thing. And for those of you that are in small communities and don't practice outside your communities like we've already suggested, then you blow your wad, you blow your chance. You got nobody to talk to. And all the local bankers, when you walk down the street, or laughing. This is a system that has worked, not just for me, but for thousands and thousands and thousands of people in the last 20 years, since I've been teaching it. And, and Bruce says the wish you luck. He said that the YouTube is a, a, a good for, a format to get the word out. Uh, and he says, but make sure to tell them that just looking at, this, at, at the YouTube isn't going to make them better pre uh, presenters. The people you see on television reading the news in, in Britain and Europe, they call presenters because they're really not uh, reporters. They're just reading what's put in front of them. They've been doing that for years and they've done it thousands and thousands and thousands of times. And so it's a big time commitment, it's a big emotional commitment. But then again, it gets back to how bad you want it. Do you, do you just want to say, I want to be billionaire? Talks fucking cheap. It takes money to buy whiskey. And even though I, I, for hero worship, I try to dress like a gypsy today, except gypsies don't wear these, and I, I'm going to get some earrings and some tattoos, and then I can get the organ grinder. It's not like just bouncing a monkey on your knee with, a, with, an, you know, with an organ grinder. So it's really serious. Now, the material that, that Robert's going to go over. He just, um, uh, it took him some time to put it together, because I know I've seen him working on it the last several weeks, it is based on his experience over many, many years. And he's going to tell you his story, it's quite impressive, and the sacrifices he made um, to get to where he is. And again, he's not selling any tapes, DVDs, he doesn't want to do any consulting, he probably doesn't want to fucking talk to you again.
He won't say that because he's more of a gentleman than I am. But he's doing it as a favor to me. Okay? Any questions before we start? <coughs> I, I was trying to find some pointed boots, shoes like you guys wear, but I don't have them. <coughs> I, I could have worn my cowboy boots, my four or five thousand dollar cowboy boots, but hero worship. See? Okay, any questions? Okay.